0: Hello and welcome to The Top Story, a podcast that brings you the headlines of the day with the help of our correspondents from around the world. I'm xi Coming up in this edition, French authorities have arrested about 3,000 people as the country struggles to quell the unrest sparked by the police killing of a teenager. Prominent figures and senior politicians from China, Japan and South Korea have met in Qingdao for a forum on trilateral cooperation. And authorities in the United States are investigating a shooting after two people were killed and 28 others wounded in Baltimore, Maryland. We're Europe. Authorities in France have arrested about 3,000 people since violence began in the country last week after a police officer fatally shot a teenager during a traffic stop. About 45,000 police have deployed across the country. As authorities say, the unrest may not be over. President Emmanuel Macron has postponed a visit to Germany. The grandmother of the 17-year-old boy who was killed is now appealing to protesters to stop the rioting. Wang Xiewei has more.
1: Another wave of violent protests sweeps across the nation. Looting, fires and a burning car to attack the home of a local Paris mayor. The demonstrators have been enraged by the death of 17-year-old Nahal M of North African descent. He was shot dead by police at a traffic stop in Paris on Tuesday. Even after his funeral, the fallout from his shooting is still being felt, hundreds of kilometers away in the city of Marseille, where police fired tear gas and fought street battles with protesters. The police in French is uh, racism. There's a of looting here in France because what did they do? They shoot at us and we loot for revenge. The state did not back down with 45,000 more police officers being sent out onto the streets. President Emmanuel Macron has postponed the state visit to Germany that was due to begin on Sunday. Amid the chaos, Countries, including China, have warned people of the risks of travelling to France, with reports that a bus carrying 41 Chinese tourists was badly damaged in an attack by rioters in Marseille. (laughs) Summer holidaymakers may have to rethink their plans as the current wave of turmoil across the nation continues.
0: That was Wang Xiwei reporting. Moving on to Asia, a senior Chinese diplomat has called for joint efforts involving China, Japan, and South Korea to maintain regional stability, boost the economy, and tackle challenges. Wang Yi made the remarks while addressing prominent figures and senior politicians from the three countries meeting in Qingdao for a forum on trilateral cooperation. Zhou Yixing has more.
2: The theme of the forum is revitalizing trilateral cooperation in the post-COVID era. Chinese senior diplomat Wang Yi delivered a speech at the forum, the theme of which was grasping the right direction and jointly revitalizing Asia. Wang said that uh, the three countries should resist Cold War mentality. He said that the three countries should practice multilateralism and uh, oppose the introduction of any geopolitical conflicts or confrontation into the region and resolve the differences peacefully. Wang also said that the three countries should promote free trade zone negotiations, and promote trade liberalization and facilitation. Wang also expects more cooperation in the fields of clean energy, agriculture, and finance, added that the three countries should strengthen mutual assistance in tackling uh, common challenges. Wang also mentioned that for issues related to the interests of people of various countries, Uh, For example, the discharge of nuclear wastewater, consultation and communication with neighboring countries should be strengthened. South Korean Foreign Minister Park Jin and uh, Japanese Foreign Minister Yoshimasa Hayashi both pointed out the importance and necessity of the trilateral cooperation.
0: That's Zhou Yixin reporting in Qingdao. Still in Asia, Fukushima Prefecture in Japan is still struggling to recover more than a decade after an earthquake triggered a nuclear disaster in 2011. Some locals worry that the pending release of contaminated water from the Fukushima nuclear power plant could prove another setback in fledgling recovery efforts. Jack Barton reports from Fukushima.
3: Some areas near Fukushima's destroyed nuclear power plant have reopened to former residents over the past few years. I'm told there are people living here in Okuma town, but it's very hard to find them and if you look around, the desolation speaks for itself. Despite massive restoration projects, many homes and shops along the coast remain frozen in time. About 160,000 people were evacuated from this region after a magnitude 9 earthquake, the strongest ever recorded in Japan, caused a massive tsunami, which killed almost 20,000 people and led to the meltdown of three reactors at the nearby nuclear power plant. Japan plans to release contaminated water used to cool those reactors into the Pacific Ocean.
4: Dana. <laughs>
3: Finally... I find two former residents who've come to inspect their homes. They say the town was off-limits for too long. They no longer want to return, but not because they fear lingering or future radiation. Does the release of the contaminated water worry
2: you? We don't have any fear at all. Isn't it okay to do that? We are not involved in the fishing industry and we were eating fish from Fukushima one year after the disaster.
3: It's a very different situation for Japanese fishermen, whose catch is banned in some neighboring countries and whose fleet still largely sits idle. And there is also opposition from many young Japanese people in towns that are now starting to revive like Namie. What do you think about the plan to release contaminated water into the Pacific
4: Ocean?
2: I don't really agree with it. So when the contaminated water is released into the sea, I believe fish and other things will be affected. Even if the water released meets the safety standards set by the government, from the foreign perspective, it won't change the fact that contaminated water was released into the sea.
3: It seems a common view here.
2: Truthfully, I think he's dirty, and my opinion is I don't really want them
3: to do this. The head of the International Atomic Energy Agency is expected to give the green light for the release of contaminated water from the Daiichi nuclear plant, a process still mired in controversy that could take four decades to complete.
0: That's Jack Barton reporting from Fukushima. In Africa, there have been mixed reactions from Mali after the United Nations announced it would end its peacekeeping missions in the country by the end of this year. The UN Security Council unanimously voted to wind up the operations. Mali's interim government has accused peacekeepers of not doing enough to stop the violence in the country. Anastasia Wawero reports.
5: UN peacekeepers have been in Mali for a decade now. The role has been to protect civilians and help restore stability. But an insurgency in the country by militants has killed many and displaced millions. The Malian government says the thousands of UN troops have not done enough to stop the killing of civilians. The UN Security Council's announcement that the mission will end by December has drawn varying reactions in Mali. The withdrawal of Minusma was our wish. We have been fighting for its withdrawal from Mali for years. For me, the results of Minusma are very negative, and that is a real shame. They were manipulated, and that is why their mission on Malian territory was a failure. Several UN Security Council members have warned that the withdrawal comes at a time when conditions are unsuitable and may worsen the security situation in Mali. Others say the timelines should be revised to allow for a safe and orderly exit of the United Nations troops. Some locals are confident that Malian authorities will boost security across the country even when the UN peacekeepers have left. Our security forces have the capacity to better manage and strengthen Mali's security. They have shown Malians and the world that Mali can take care of itself by proving themselves during the fighting in the north, the south and the east of Mali. We can now ensure our own security because we have full confidence in our brave soldiers. Given the tensions between the Malian authorities and MINUSMA, it was necessary to act on Malian soil. We can therefore conclude that the Security Council's vote is simply the culmination of the difficulties that have characterized the two parties for the past two
0: years. That was Anastasia Waweru on the reactions in Mali after the UN announced its intention to pull out its peacekeeping missions. And finally, in North America, authorities in the United States are investigating a shooting after two people were killed and 28 others wounded in Baltimore, Maryland. The incident happened at a neighborhood party with hundreds of people attending. Officials have urged the community to come forward with any information. Karen Mitchell has more.
4: This all started when police in the area started getting multiple calls about gunshot fire in the 800 block of Gretna Court and 30 victims were involved. Nine were transported from the scene to area hospitals. 20 others actually made their way to area hospitals on their own. We do know four of the victims involved are children and that from a statement from the University of Maryland's medical system spokesman. Now people all day have been extremely rattled but we did speak to one woman who said that her nephew died as a result of this incident. I got the phone call. It was five this morning that he was gone okay
5: i don 't know what happened. I was gone i don 't know. only thing that I know is my daughter which is there? I told him to stay home. Too much was happening. These videos are surfing in the internet they, These kids are finding it funny. It's nothing funny, nothing funny about this
4: now investigators are still working to try and determine who the suspect or suspects are in this case and what the motive was. And they're asking for cooperation from the public. Baltimore's mayor also weighed in on this. He said this is a working class neighborhood and people here don't deserve this sort of treatment. He called the event that happened here reckless and he said it happened in the midst of a celebration. We have some folks who wanted to act like cowards who or carrying guns that they probably shouldn't have that uh, uh, probably don't even come from the state of Maryland. Maybe they were a ghost gun. uh, But we know uh, uh, that we're going to not rest until we find these individuals and hold them accountable. And this all comes as federal prosecutors have been touting a push to reduce violent crime in the area. So far, there have been 130 homicides in the Baltimore area, 300 shootings. That is less cases than at the same time a year ago.
0: That's Corinna Mitchell reporting from Baltimore. Before we go, here's a recap of the top stories. French authorities have arrested about 3,000 people as the country struggles to quell the unrest sparked by the police killing of a teenager. Prominent figures and senior politicians from China, Japan and South Korea have met in Qingdao for a forum on trilateral cooperation and authorities in the U.S. are investigating a shooting after two people were killed and 28 others wounded in Baltimore, Maryland. And that concludes this edition of The Top Story, a podcast that brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports and culture, you can subscribe to the Beijing Hour, a one-hour news magazine program. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Qijhi. Thank you for listening.